Hello and welcome to Black Eye the Podcast, a podcast where I share my perspective on life through my eyes. Hello, um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. This is a project that I was considering doing for a long time, on and off, and one day I just, it came to me, I was like, I have to do it. I, um, for those of you who don't know me, those of you who've never heard me before, for those of you who do know me, this is the explanation of why we're here today and what is happening. So I used to run a podcast with one of my good friends, Ellie, uh, that was called Restless Minds. It's still up, so if you want to listen, please do feel free to go and download it and have a listen. It was focused on ADHD and OCD, two conditions which I have. Uh, and we stopped doing that a few months ago now just because of life and busyness and moves. I just moved into a new flat and changes of jobs and just life being intense. And so we stopped doing that, but uh, I really missed podcasting. I really missed sitting down weekly and kind of giving myself space to connect with myself and reflect and have conversation. And so I wanted to create a space where I could do that and kind of slightly shift the topic. And so this is how Black Eye was born. And Black Eye, essentially the name came to me as I'm a black man, I have eyes, and I wanted to kind of focus on addressing a wide variety of topics through my, you know, my perspective, my lens, my my, my eye as a black man um, growing up in the UK, uh, and create a space that fosters intelligent and entertaining and stimulating conversation. And that is how the name and the podcast was born. So the hope is to focus, you know, on various topics that I think will be interesting and stimulating and thought provoking and funny. And I really do hope to get various guests on and I have a kind of list of people I'm looking to kind of work through already and friends. And I really want this to kind of be a podcast that anyone can listen to and they can either as a black person kind of relate and share or as a person who isn't black to also understand uh, and listen, but also regardless of race to also just kind of hear someone's perspective on topics on life and someone showing their life experiences I don't think it's going to be just about being black but as a black man that that forms quite a large portion of um my experience in the world and so that is how Black Eye the podcast was born so I'm really excited to be sitting down here today I've spent like an hour setting up because I really wanted to get the first visual um right I we didn't normally film when we did the other podcast so it's kind of taken me a while to figure out the camera position, my desk, the microphone, and I'm hoping it looks good because I want to kind of, I want to try and do visual content alongside this where I can, just just so people can see what I look like. And I, a lot of podcasts I listen to, like the Hubman Lab is one of my favorite podcasts and there's visuals to go along with that, Joe Rogan as well, there's visuals to go along with that. And so I think it's cool to, if you want to kind of see the person as they're kind of talking or just put it on, on the TV in the background, you can, but also of course this will be on all, major streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, Acast, and so on and so forth. So that's the intro about the podcast. And then again, for those of you who were recommended this podcast, found this podcast, or who I forced to listen to this podcast, my friends, thank you for listening. Let me tell you a little bit about myself and who I am and how I came to be the man I am today. So I'm 27. I live in London. My name is Timmy Ario. Um, I was born in North London to two Nigerian parents. Uh, I'm the oldest of three siblings, so I have a younger sister called Ryan, a younger brother called David. Uh, we moved to Essex when I was, um, 
I think like four or five years old and then grew up in Essex, went to a school in Essex and then from that I kind of graduated and then moved to um, a university, I went to University of Bristol, studied law, gave up on the law vibe and then moved into a finance role so I kind of work in the finance industry and that's all I can say on what I do and <laughs> where I work. Um, so that's me. Um, interest wise, I'm really into music, I'm into film, I'm into I'm into creating basically. And I've kind of I think the last year or the last three years, COVID has kind of made me realise or made me I guess change my perspective and really focus on what I think is important to me and what I'd like to kind of focus on going forward. And one of those things was just to, cre- to create more. I've had a YouTube channel for years. Again, check that out if you want to. It's T J Ario T J A R I Y O. Um, and I've kind of dipped in and out of that for a while, but I realize I really do enjoy, regardless of the amount of views or response, I do enjoy thinking of a project, creating something and then putting it out and seeing the final product. And so I've been doing a lot more this year and we'll kind of, I'll probably get into that more in future podcasts, but I've been doing a lot just kind of um, focusing on dedicating time to produce stuff as well as my full-time job and balancing being an adult, which is actually... The topic of today's podcast being an adult um it's, it's called adulting sucks and it does but we'll get onto that later um and yeah those are my interests i am really trying to get into like generally just trying to get into better health i have a propensity to eat unlimited amounts of food all the time and whilst that's great i am now 27 starting to you know get my love handles I never I never used to be someone to put on weight before so that was really that was great that was a great blessing and then I think like two three years ago it started of kind of if I eat badly for three weeks I will see it in my face and in my and in my stomach so I'm really trying to get better so I'm kind of looking into new ways to exercise that are stimulating and as I said I have ADHD so things can become really boring really quickly and that's something I'm trying to work on like building in a routine so I'm trying to get back into going to the gym I'm supposed to be going in an hour so hopefully I do that um and I'm re- I've really realized during lockdown as well. I really enjoy cooking. Um, I didn't cook. I cooked a lot of uni actually, but I didn't cook great food. And I recently bought like a little um, a magic mix or magic mix, magic mix, whatever. I don't know the little um, stand mixers for making like cakes and stuff. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of baking and cooking, and that's kind of led into me expanding from the baking to just get generally trying new meals. And I made this delicious um, ricotta gnocchi the other day for my friends. And so I'm just really like learning what I like to do as a person individually and that's what I think kind of ties back into this podcast is I really do enjoy talking about things and reviewing and sharing my perspective on things and that's why I want to sit down and do this podcast to talk about things that are important to me things I find interesting and have a space where I can kind of connect and review and share that and then obviously hopefully get into interesting dialogues and provoke conversation so that's me um that's the the intro the ramble the introduction let's move into the main body of today's episode so adulting sucks being an adult sucks having to be an adult in this world is horrible and i wanted to kind of just do an, an episode initially as in the intro just that would give you guys i think um a view into where my head's at, at the minute um and I, actually it's something i've been talking about a lot with my friends recently in the last like probably three or four months and I really wanted to kind of just sit down and talk about I something I think people don't really address uh, enough as as grown people in the world and and that's just that being an adult is really 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 hard and 
I, I by no means feel that I have it under wraps and I don't think that I will for a while. And I think also like it's taking me a while to kind of accept that that's also fine. But you know, I, th- I think 2027, um, I've been working for five years now and kind of there's a, a, a host of things that I kind of feel I need to have accomplished or have in motion to feel like I'm succeeding at life in a, to a certain degree. And you know, there is a list of things that I'll kind of run through. I'm going to run through them. Um, I've got a few that I think are quite hard to kind of do that sound like pretty simple things, but actually when you throw in like the curveballs that life adds into things that unexpected problems that you have to deal with, it can become a lot harder than you'd expect. And so I wanted to kind of just run through some of these examples that I have about, you know, what it means to be an adult and how, how many things we have to juggle as people and how hard that can be. And so, the first one I have is um, laundry. Now this sounds insane, and you know, maybe you're someone that doesn't deal with this, but I have a lot of clothes. I'm a hoarder in terms of like life generally, but particularly in clothes, I have a lot of clothes. I have t-shirts from like when I was 14 that I they just they just fit or they're comfortable, although I just like them and I feel like they're going to be useful down the line. Um, and one thing I realized the other day, I was t- at work and I was talking about, you know, we were kind of just sat around in between like a, a coffee break or something, just saying how when work gets busy, certain things kind of fall out of whack. And particularly for me, like with my job, I can end up working quite late, finishing like 10, 11 sometimes. And so it can be like long, like 12, 13, 14 hour days. And you have a few of those a week and everything kind of falls out of whack. And I was saying that laundry is something that I always kind of like never seem to have a full handle on. You know, my clothes baskets are always full, but I'm always constantly washing. And it's a simple thing, but also it's like, if you don't do your laundry, you don't have clothes to wear for the weeks. When you're getting dressed in the morning, you're struggling to find stuff. So you're getting changed three or four times to put outfits together and then you're late and then you get to work and you don't even like what you're wearing and you feel uncomfortable. And so it's, it's, it's a very small thing, but actually it's something that I've realized that I need to kind of set aside time to do. And so I've started trying to do my washing on Saturday or Sunday so it can hang and dry with enough time for Monday. Um, but again, back to why it's, I, I find it funny because as a kid, you know, your mum just does the laundry for the house. My mum did the laundry for our house and thank you, mum. There were five of us that she was dealing with and amongst other things that Nigerian mums kind of, you know, deal with and handle. But um, she, she would do all the washing and then the clothes would always be ready and they'd be like ironed or hung up or dried or whatever. I typically just take all my clothes and chuck them in the wash like get everything together i separate into lights and darks and i just put it in and then i, I wash them i put them on a fast wash or if it's white i do a cotton wash or whatever and at work the other day when we we're having this conversation people were talking about how you know you've got to separate into materials and then colors and i was really confused because i was like wait i've always heard lights and <laughs> lights and darks and then whites or whatever right or whatever that kind of split of colors but then it made sense because i bought a few tops from Uniqlo and a few jumpers that I've washed and then they've come out looking disheveled or like strung or like the quality is kind of worn off. I never really understood why. And it's just that obviously different materials have different temperatures. So you have to separate by material and then separate by colors. So if you've got three or four materials and you're separating that into lights and darks, you've got like six or seven washes to do, which is again, it's just like, who has the time to be running six or seven washes with different colors and materials whilst working a full-time job and seeing their friends and keeping that, yeah. I just, I think it's one of those things that 
if I could outsource, I'd probably look to outsource as soon as possible. Also, I'd need to outsource someone just coming to my house and throwing away clothes to me that they think I don't need to keep anymore because, again, the amount of clothes I have is insane. Now, that's quite a, like a, a light one and a silly one, but I think it's just... That's one I'm going to add to the list at the start to give you guys a view of, like, you know, you think it's pretty simple, but actually it's not. And, again, maybe the, maybe the key is just minimalism. You know, I've watched, I've been watching... Um, when I'm moving to this flower, I was watching a lot of videos on YouTube about just minimalism and how to like style and arrange and not waste space and be efficient and one of the things is just reducing the amount of things you have to choose for, from so I think it's called like a oh, there's a word for it um, a word where you have like a I don't want to say like <laughs> um, shoebox wardrobe but there's a term where you have a very min minimalistic wardrobe like a stock wardrobe or something so you have like two or three pairs of trousers two or three pairs of tops two or three jumpers and you kind of just cycle through those very simple like with basics and you can add a coat or a jacket on top and then your rest of your clothes you kind of store away for the winter then you swap when seasons come I'll never be someone that does that just because I really like clothes and I like dressing um, but again that's probably a solution I could look into if I really wanted to change my life um, so on to the next issue that I have written down as part of being an adult um, plans now this is one of the ones I find really hard I was saying this to someone recently having friends is great and having a group is great and I think having colleagues is great but what can be hard is balancing all of those responsibilities and making sure you're seeing people adequately and I found as I've got older and I've got I've had more things going on in my life work personal life creativity businesses whatever it's harder to do that and a lot of my friends like when we try and arrange to see each other it, we spend two weeks finding a date right so you know you say hey how are you catch up and then you text and you're trying to talk about when you're free and then you suggest a date they're not free they suggest another date then you're not free and you suggest another date and then it ends up being that you end up picking a date like a month away like I was saying to my friend yesterday like she she wants to come around and see my flat and this was like start of September and then we ended up saying okay let's try October and that's like four or five weeks ago and it's funny but things get booked up if you have a work social thing every few weeks um and then you also like end up working late sometimes during the week you have your friends you want to see you have to set aside aside days to do things that you need to do um and it's I find sometimes I feel guilty because I will realize that I haven't seen a friend of mine in two months and it's just because we've both been busy it's not because there's an issue but you I feel like at uni you'd see your really good friends like two or three times a week at least you know and that was just fine you just kind of hey do you want to do this hey you're around let's go and have a coffee let's go for lunch let's go for a drink whatever fine and I was someone before that was I'd have plans probably every night of the week or like four out of five nights of the week and then I'd be busy from Friday evening to Sunday and that was the only way I was managing to see all my friends and feel like I was kind of getting the most out of life obviously then you know COVID happened and there was this two-year window where you couldn't see anyone and I kind of realized that I actually really enjoyed having ample time to relax and reflect. And so coming out of lockdown and going back into into working life I and just normal life, I decided that I wanted to actually just take it a bit easier. So now I try and do like one or two things, one or two things a week and then maybe one or two things on the weekend. And I'm even shifting away from that now. Like this weekend I've had no plans and I've just been in the house and I've just been like I did some cleaning and washing and laundry and um bought some stuff for the house online went out to I went to the range and bought some curtains and I did made some films and content yesterday edited some content posted some content and I've just had two days to really just set aside and do things I felt I like, like I needed to catch up on and this is what I'm saying about planning is finding that balance you know some weekends <clears throat> you're gonna have plans excuse me all the time 
and that's fine you've got a birthday and then a dinner then a dinner and a brunch and they've been booked and that's kind of just you know that's the way the world goes you have those things to go to and those are fine but I find that when I have weekends like that back to back where I'm working all week and I'm super busy and I'm getting home from work and playing catch up on my life and like trying to make dinner and trying to do a food shop and whatever and then on the weekends I'm just running around doing things I then feel like I'm losing time for myself and so what I'm trying to do now is be guided and intentional with my planning of things and make sure I leave I take full stock of my week when I'm making plans and figure out okay well look yes I am free on that Tuesday and I'm free on that Thursday but do I want to have three plans back to back after work when realistically I might have to cancel because I'm working late or I'm going to feel super tired by Friday when I know I have loads of stuff on on that weekend as well and just trying to be more I guess intentional and just be like okay well I'm actually going to say let's do the week after because realistically a week after is fine like it's seven days like it's not going to be like the friendship dies and giving myself at least a window on the weekend I'm trying to now do Sundays protect Sundays where I just on Sunday is just me right I'm, I try not to have plans on a Sunday so I can do my friend Dami told me this it's like a reset day where you do your laundry and you do a food shop and maybe you like do some meal prep or you figure out what you're going to do for the week and you get your stuff ready for, for work and you do a bit of tidying so that and this is something I'm terrible at and again I think this comes down to the ADHD but you get yourself instead for the week and do all the admin stuff that you need done on a Sunday so that you don't have to then be doing bits of it throughout the week. Because what I realized was really annoying me was coming back from work and then having to like start doing washing or start tidying or, you know, start um start doing meal prep or run to Tesco's and buy this and run to Tesco's and buy that because it was missing. I think if you get all that stuff done out of the way on the weekend, then during the week you can just live your week and then deal with the stuff that happens. Or like you can just relax, you know, you can just chill. So that's one thing I've, I found. I don't, I don't know what it's like for you guys listening but most of my friends seem to be saying that it's really hard to kind of balance and there are people that I want to see like I have this friend that I've been trying to see for four months and we're both bad at texting so I'll text him and say hey like I'm, I'm actually walking past your house like when are you free let's catch up soon then two weeks later he replies sorry I've been on holiday I've had this thing or whatever and it's fine and then I was away for 10 days and I came back and he was away then I went away for five and I came back and he's just been away skiing and now he's back and so we definitely want to see each other and catch up but it's just one of those things where it's like practically life is just moving hectically for both of us and we're just not syncing up and so it can be a, a kind of constant game of like remembering that I've got to see him and then the friend that wants to come around in October and then like I suppose organize an event for some people from work for drinks I've got to do that that's happening this week and then people I want to see but also one thing I realized as well with planning that I kind of came to realize with a friend when we went on a walk the other day was planning is also making sure your plans include things that you have planned to do or that you want to do and I was guilty of letting my week and my month be guided by events so like birthdays and someone wants to go for a brunch and someone said they have a house party and I'm going to that but I wasn't very good at making plans myself I kind of like people would say like this is happening do you want to come or like we should do this and I'd say yes I wasn't very good at reaching out to my friends myself and saying hey I'd like to see you and should we do this or even just like okay I saw that I want to go to this gallery I'm going to ask someone to go with me or I want to see this film I'm going to say to someone do you want to see this film I kind of just like either I had plans that had been put into my diary that I had added in that someone had told me that was happening or that I you know, needed to go to or I had no plans and I was just sitting around bored and I think that's what I realised was missing was giving myself time to do things I wanted to and so a lot of that is actually creative stuff and finding time to create content which is great but secondly it's also I guess making sure I'm entertaining myself and, and finding time to enjoy things as well outside of my house so um that was an event I went to the other day, actually. I'm just trying to remember, because um, I'm going to forget his name. I don't want to get his name wrong. Um, 
yeah, so I went to an event yesterday. Oh, not yesterday, sorry, a few a few days ago. Um, actually, maybe two weeks ago now, um, where Michaela Cole was interviewing Edward Einfell. It was at the Barbican, and it was to kind of launch and preview his book, uh, The Visible Man. Uh, Edward Einfell is, I think, currently the editor-in-chief of Vogue UK. Um, I hope that's right. I hope they don't come for me. I think so, yeah, Vogue UK. Um, but he's released a book about his journey moving to the UK growing up and kind of going into fashion as a gay black man and I just saw the it came up on one of my Instagram ads and I just said you know what this actually sounds really interesting and I don't have any plans on that day rather than just scrolling by and being like can't be bothered I asked a friend who if they wanted to go with me and we went and it was actually really nice and I felt so nice I felt so happy getting home because I was like that was something I made time to do for myself that I wanted to do and so I'm trying to do more of that um and it's hard but it's one of the things I'm going to try and focus on at least doing one thing or one one thing a week or one thing every two weeks um that i really want to just focus on and keep 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 regularity with um so the next thing i have on the list that is incredibly hard as an adult is finances and money and i think again it's it's not like a this isn't it's not like shocking to anyone that money's hard but i think a particularly we're in a cost of living crisis so things prices are going up generally but also when you have this kind of times back in with plans when you have plans and you have a birthday and you have a group holiday and you have you know work drinks and you have an event to go to and you have shopping to do and you have like you need to buy new clothes so you look nice in the office all these things are not free they cost money even getting the bus to go to tesco to getting the train or the tube to go and meet someone it costs money and so sometimes you know what i can find hard with particularly i think social media is you see people who are constantly busy and constantly have plans and you think well we work a similar kind of job or we're in a similar kind of vein like if they're doing it I should be able to do it and so you kind of live in a way that seems to be logical and makes sense not in a sense of like keeping up with the Joneses but a sense of just that I'm 20 something in London this is the time where I should be making the most of life so you kind of do all these things and actually you have to kind of you look at your bank account at the end of the month and think Jesus Christ like what? <laughs> how are we going to make this work and I think again it's just something that I've realize now and I'm going to try and do this evening is I need you need you just need to budget you need to kind of sit down and be like okay how much do I want to save how much do I want to allocate to just like having fun how much is for like the food stuff and then how much is there like as a buffer you know so amount that's left over in case you need to go over and dip into that and so you're not dipping into your savings and again like I'm someone that I'll go through phases like when I was saving to buy my house I was really good at it and I would just siphon money off when I got paid and I would kind of try and be cheap and save money buying certain things that I thought were you know appropriate in price and then I hit the milestone of buying the house and I was like okay fine cool like I've saved and I've achieved what I was saving for spend 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 and then it, it's very dangerous with Apple Pay and contactless and also all your friends wanting to go out and have fun all the time I have a lot of yes friends who just like to have a good time and so there's always going to be someone that's going to go out and do something ridiculous with me and spend money in expense you know oh yeah go and buy that that designer bag or yeah go on holiday and buy those shoes or yeah let's go away for the weekend or let's go for dinner at this really expensive restaurant and of course all these things are enjoyable and life is for enjoying but at the same time there's a balance of enjoying for the now and, and, and allowing yourself to enjoy later and I've been in places where I've actually got myself into just like spending a lot of money and then realizing that actually I've overdone it and I think it's just about being conscious and that kind of is what I'm saying about adulting because it's a shift from being a teenager or like a you know like just out of uni where you can kind of fluff around for a bit but I'm now closer to 30 than I am to to the 20s of my life and so 
I want to be financially stable and make sure I'm not getting to the end of each month and being like, okay, like I probably should have not spent that much. And that just comes from, again, planning. And I think that's what kind of all these things I'm saying come down to with adulting is that you have to have a plan in place and you have to have structure. And when you have a structure and you kind of have systems that are running themselves and they're kind of autonomous in a way, then there's less time you have to spend thinking about how you're going to manage that because you already have a pre-arranged budget that's just you know the money's coming out and going direct debit into your savings account and then you know you've got your laundry day on sunday and you know you're doing that and you kind of that that kind of stuff i think is what what helps um but yeah money money is another one that i think is pretty pretty intense um and then i've got two left um so then the penultimate one is work having a job is hard you know i think having to navigate the politics of the office and working intensely with various people and their and their personalities that you can't control and wanting to progress and get promoted and get pay rises and get a good bonus and you know be in a good place in line with your peers it's a lot of pressure and I think I don't know if I feel like I do and a lot of my friends are quite good at compartmentalizing things as you kind of go into the office and I actually sometimes I think about what I'm doing at work and the meetings I have and all the calls I have and the things I'm running and the projects I'm leading and the people I'm talking to and like the, the tension sometimes and the office drama and whatever that's going on and then you kind of leave the office and it's like Ooh, and you kind of like go back into being a different person it's like there's the office Timmy and there's the life Timmy and actually like a lot of energy and a lot of time is using it's such a big part of your life and I, I'm from Monday to Friday I'm getting up at seven and I wake up I'm getting ready for work I go to work I work I come back and then I'm kind of getting ready for the next day of work and it becomes kind of this like five out of seven you know ratio to my life and it actually becomes something that takes up a lot of time and energy but it is also something you have to kind of constantly think about like on the weekends I will like I have dreams about work <laughs> sometimes where I'm thinking about what I need to get done for the next day or something I forgot to do or remember in my sleep and wake up like oh I should have done that thing and it's hard I think working with people that you don't get to choose and everyone has different personalities everyone has different working styles everyone has a different level of experience and everyone has different levels of empathy and understanding and ability to manage people and so sometimes you can be in a team where you know your colleagues people at your level at least even should I say your peers there's competitiveness and someone you just don't get on with and they're constantly trying to step on you or embarrass you or kind of get one up on you or look better than you in front of your manager and you can't just be like I'm gonna quit like that's just working sometimes there are personality types like that that you have to just deal with um and then managers is again is another one you you can just not get on with your manager you can have different personality types you could have a manager that is super present or super absent you, you know just like really offhand um and doesn't give any guidance or someone that's really and really involved in in the weeds and kind of you know instructs everything you do you can have a manager manager that is you know cold or quiet or not friendly or just sometimes you, and you can get terrible managers you can get mean horrible rude managers who are just you know borderline bullies and that, I don't know if that comes with the industry as well but you know ever I've heard stories from my friends in all industries where they just you know devil was devil was Prada kind of thing where the manager is just unbearable and again if you like that team or that company or the work you're doing again you can't just be like I'm gonna quit and leave you kind of have to you know strategize and that's what it is I think it's strategy is thinking about how am I going to approach this situation how am I going to tackle it and make sure that I come out on top or how am I going to adjust the way I've been and make sure that I'm kind of focused on being better and getting the most out of the situation and so sometimes you know it can be a long like six month year long thing where you have to kind of 
work towards improving that person's view you so you can get a good review and get good feedback and then kind of progress and so it's nice i see my friends when we kind of talk and it's like how's work yeah work's fine a bit, a bit busy and we don't actually ever really we don't always get into what's actually happening and oh like this week i've had this project and it's been super intense and this is why and obviously there's confidentiality confidentiality and stuff you can't talk about but sometimes i think it's nice when you do speak to someone that works in the same industry or works in the same kind of you know um team as you or gets what you're doing you can actually explain why something's been hard and what you're going through or just even just talking about like personalities in the office and sharing an experience and like saying okay how would you handle that and you know i had one of these with my friends the other day i went for drinks and he was saying you know that he's started this new company and his managers are just really hands-off and he's not really getting any work given to him because they're kind of just he, he they've not hired someone at his level before and then it's a new system they've put in place to hire him and they're not really sure how to handle it and he's kind of just like not feeling like he's being stimulated enough and a few of us were talking to him we all kind of came out of the same place just like you've got to put your hand up and say something something's wrong and say that it's not working and actually come forward yourself and ask them to fix the system and you it's kind of one of those things with working i think you don't get what you don't ask for if you want to, if you don't ask for promotion you don't get one if you don't ask for more exposure or responsibility you don't get it and so it was nice to kind of actually have a a meaningful conversation with friends that i we never talk about work it's always kind of just and this is a different group of friends and of course with different friends you talk about different things but with this group in particular like i don't see them that often because we kind of we're on the peripherals of different groups but you know it's normally just like talking about what's happening and who's dating who and what's funny and like talking about life and the news and then actually it was nice to just talk about work and everyone share their own stories and anecdotes and experiences and run through what that was like and so that was really fun um and i think it's it's nice to do that so working again is super hard but if you can make it work that's also great okay so first hard lesson learned um the camera stopped recording which is great that's really that's really just what we were going for in terms of the first episode so that's really annoying but anyway it's okay we'll continue um I, I stupidly thought I was recording on, on one of the SD cards that I just bought that's 120 gigabytes, but I was recording on the 61, and there's all the footage from my holidays on there. So you'll get some content, you'll get some video content for this, and you'll get like a still, and then you'll get the the end of this, and hopefully it records to the end. So yeah, sorry, watchers and listeners, you don't care because you're just listening. So the final one that's hard... um as an adult that I wanted to kind of run through um, is health and exercise. And I've missed out, I've left off dating because I think that kind of goes without saying and we can get into that on another episode, I think in, in a more in-depth topic. But exercise and health, I feel like our society, our generation has gone through this new kick where everyone's doing CrossFit and everyone's doing Soul Cycle and everyone's gymming 50 times a week and everyone's in good shape and everyone's wearing leggings to brunch and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not a hater, I'm not, I'm honestly not. But when did the shift, I ha- maybe it was COVID, but when did the shift happen? I feel like everyone's suddenly really focused on health and even at work, like everyone's got an Apple Watch or a Garmin and people are running and ring, ring, ring. And it's like, ring, oh, like this person closed all their rings today and perfect week and a seven day streak. And I'm someone that finds it very hard to be consistent with anything. And I get, again, that's just how I am. I kind of dibble into things and stop and start. And I'm really trying to be better. And I think it's hard to, as we've gone through everything already, do your job really well, keep your house clean and tidy, do your laundry, see your friends, save, um, go to all the events you have, and also maintain a three or four times a week exercise routine, or go to classes and book in the classes and have the time to go to the classes and pre-prepare to wake up in the morning and go to the class and go from the class to your office, or go after work to a class, or pop to a class in between your day on the Saturday, and, you know, be in good shape, and be in a good mood, and not be tired, 
I just think it's insane. Um, and you know, again with exercise and fitness and like your physical appearance, it's one of those things where it's consistency over time. You can't just do a week or two and then stop and then do three weeks and then stop for a month. Like you have to be consistent for a long period of time. And so again, I think sometimes I can be a bit reticent when I do a few days or do a few weeks and then I don't see the progress I want. I'm like, it's not really working. Like I'm going to stop and then I stop or, or I'm trying and I'm also not eating properly. And that's the other thing. It's this is why I said exercise and health. You've also got to eat right, you know, and I'm someone I love. I've got a very sweet tea. I just made, about 20 shortbread cookies for myself yesterday because I knew that I'm starting a new diet for Monday and I'm just going to stuff my face and it's kind of counterintuitive or whatever um you have to eat right so you've got to meal prep and make sure you're counting your calories and that's the other thing like when are you guys finding the time to do all of this stuff when are you guys finding the time to count your calories so so to meal prep in the right proportions then count your calories and then throughout the day when you snack or have something like a coffee or a packet of crisps put that into my fitness pal and also do your job and then come back and then exercise I just don't, I just don't think I'm ever going to be to that level of diligence. I've just got to try and realize I've got to try and eat less calories that I'm, sorry, eat enough calories that I'm full, but not full to the brim and bloated. Um, but make, basically I need to maintain a calorie deficit. So I make sure I'm burning more than I'm eating. And at the minute I'm not doing any exercise, so I'm not burning anything. So everything I eat is just going straight to my fat ass. Um, and that's kind of, that's not, that's not the best. So it's something I also find really hard. And I've, I've been saying this since uni and my friends are sick and tired of hearing me talk about it. Cause I say <clears throat> every week, excuse me, that I'm starting a new health plan. Or I'm starting a new kick. And the one thing that actually worked for me, and I was saying this before to you guys was CrossFit. Um, just because you lost money if you canceled on the class so I would go every morning I went every other morning because I didn't want to lose money so I'd book a class I'd book three a week and then I would go because I was like I don't want to cancel and then you know miss out on or I don't want to get charged so I would kind of go and then that was my incentive to just go lose money uh and also the classes are really intense what I love is they're an hour I go in the morning before work and I don't have to think I just wake up and cycle get there and then you know Nick who was the guy would just be like do this do that you're in a pair and it was actually that's the other thing I hate is with the gym is figuring out what I want to do on what day and planning it and actually doing it properly and doing it efficiently. I kind of, when I go to the gym, I'll just do a bit and then be like, oh, it's been half an hour. I should go home now. And I think with CrossFit, you know, there's 30 people there. You're all working intensely. They're in great shape and you just think, oh, I've got to just, I've got to just do it really well. And if you're in a pair, you're embarrassed if you lose it as a team. So that was motivation that I think group exercising, which I think I need to kind of focus on doing more. But it's super expensive. It's like CrossFit's like 200 pounds or like 150 pounds a month on top of your gym membership. And I just like, that's not really affordable or reasonable for me or most people actually in this life. Um, so like, I'm not doing that anymore. So it's finding something that is going to work for me that I've kind of been dibbling and dabbling in and out of. But yeah, those are my those are my things I find hard as an adult. And I, I'd love to know if you guys relate and if you think the same or if I'm just a loser that can't get to grips with things. But that's why things are hard. And there's other, there are other things as well. I mean, like watering my plants. I have like maybe... 10 15 plants in my house and there's sometimes it's three weeks I don't water them they start dying and it's just I, I just again I don't have that kind of structural set routine where Saturday's watering my plants day in the morning when I wake up and so there's many things to remember you know or like clean washing up dishes again is another one so yeah there are loads of things but those are the things that I find hard as an adult that I want to kind of talk through today so welcome to a section called Timmy's Takes where I talk about a story or stories in the news that I found interesting that I want to just share my commentary on um, some of these will be silly and funny. Some of these will be kind of just standard news stories. And this is one that I saw when I was looking this week that I thought was interesting to talk about uh, briefly. Um, there was an experiment done recently where um, 
certain companies have gone on to a four-day week. So a few firms in the UK have been taking part in a four-day week trial instead of a five-day week. And the results show that most of the firms, I think they, they asked people halfway through the trial. And so far, 41% of the, of the um, companies involved have said they're going to keep the four-day week trial after the trial ends. So the four-day week kind of system in place. Um, and so these firms, there are 70 firms taking part um, and these firms pay their employees 100% of their salary, but for 80% of their normal hours. So I think it's just split across the four days. Now, what I find quite interesting, right? So we've got 73 companies and 41 have said they're going to they're going to continue with the trial. So I think that's yeah around 86% actually. So when I said 41 before, that was wrong. 86% of the companies said they carry on. So 41 companies said yes. And the percentage is 80, 86%. Now, I don't know. I think the four-day week is a great idea. I'd love to work one less day because it would give me more time to just live my life and be a human being and not just a corporate slave to the rat race. Sorry. Um, because typically it's... Monday to Friday, you're just like working and then Friday, you, you kind of like are either asleep on the sofa dead or you have to rush from work and go to a plan and then the weekend begins and Saturday, by the time it's Saturday evening, I'm kind of like, well, the weekend's done because Sunday's a, a prep day and I, I always get Sunday blues around five. So it'd be nice to have one more day, one more day to just go to the gym and go to the cinema maybe and go and see friends or maybe just do some tidying and then you could have the full Saturday and Sunday to just relax and not do anything. The only thing I worry about is that, and again, with the kind of industry I work in where, you know, there isn't really a limit on hours you do, you just, you do the hours to get the work done. I worry that you just end up working the five days anyway. Like I want to do a bit of work today and it's a Sunday. Um, and I, I just worry that if this was to be put in place, some companies would just still expect people to work. Like, oh, it's a four day week, but sorry, Haley, like, you know, that project's due on Monday. So you should probably work today. See you in the office tomorrow. I wonder how well enforced it would be. I don't think it would ever work globally. I just don't think it would work because certain industries, um, client, well, especially where your client servicing or client facing, the clients are not going to care that you decided to adopt a four day week. Like if they're a five day week company, they want something for a Friday. Like, I think you're going to have to do it for the Friday. But I think it's, I mean, this is not me being a capitalist, like, um, worry. I'm not saying that's why I, I don't think, I'm not saying that that's the the way things should be. But at the same time, I think for the sectors that it works or industries that it works in, I think it's a great idea. I think it's nice people can have, I mean, it, the, the split of the week is already so heavily work-based. Again, we're in a capitalist society, of course. So it's five and two. I think four and three, four days working and three days not working is a, is a much better balance. It gives you more time to actually just breathe and have, you should have like closer to half of the week to yourself and not be giving, you know, five sevenths of your life away to your employee for the whole of life until you retire at 62. It seems a bit intense and crazy. Um, and I don't know any, I don't actually have any friends who are in the, in the four day week trials. I'd love to speak to someone that is actually doing it and see what they thought. But I just thought it was interesting because I know, um, I think France and a few other companies in Europe uh, started doing trials and some have actually shifted to it fully and it seems to be working um, but I just question whether it would work in the UK due to the intensity of the people that run these companies but yeah interesting idea um, and so each week I'll, I'll try and find some more stories next week and some that are just more like weird and random stuff like man eats 50 pies and dies or whatever I made that up but you know stories that are actually <laughs> could also be a bit, a bit silly but that's yeah that's this section it's called Timmy's Take so I'll be doing it at the end of each episode. Maybe the start, I don't know. I think no, the end. The end of each episode, uh, running through some silly things I've saw or some interesting things I've seen in the news that I want to talk about. But yeah, that's Timmy's Takes. Okay, thank you so much for watching this episode, guys. This was the first episode of Black Eye, the podcast. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you could relate to some of the things I was talking about as an adult. And I hope you feel better hearing someone else say that they also struggle with these things. It's not easy. 
and it's super stressful and I don't think anyone has it all together and I don't think you we I don't think we will for a while particularly at least my f- friends in this kind of age group I think this is kind of the coming of age the real coming of age get, getting towards the 30s and hopefully after the 30s we have clarity but yeah I mean I feel I feel slightly therapized myself just talking about it um so thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed it again it's 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 great to be back podcasting it feels very natural um speaking and kind of having my headset on and just sharing so I've really enjoyed it I hope you guys have enjoyed it as well of course if you've liked this episode um share it with your friends if you come up here by random and you listen to this point thank you very much if you did like it go and give it a review on apple podcast or spotify or wherever you can give it five stars go on don't be shy hit that button leave a comment if you want um that helps me boost my viewings and ratings and then get some new people if you want to um follow the instagram it's black eye the pod i think on instagram i'm just going to check because i the last podcast we said the instagram wrong for ages so let me just see what it is so the instagram itself is uh black eye the pod yeah so at black eye the pod give it a follow i'll be giving updates from there and sharing some behind the scenes and kind of giving you previews of what's coming in the next week but yeah that's the first episode and i'll see you guys next week thank you so much for listening and have a blessed week goodbye